This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Oh, it never sucks. We make sure of that. Good morning, everybody. What's up? Happy Wednesday. You got Fleelo on the fan. Here we go. Chris Lepresti, Mike Fliegelman with you on the warm-up show. You'll have Boomer and Jerry Recco along next hour on a Wednesday morning. And I have Mike Fliegelman here with me. And I'm gonna I'm gonna pass it off to him right out of the gate here because I'm gonna be quite honest with everybody. Yes, I have HBO. I also have young kids. And my seven-year-old, after his first football scrimmage last night, when I figured I'd put him in bed and he would pass out right away could not fall asleep. So I ended up having to lay down with him in his bed after 10 o'clock. The fact that Hard Knocks is on at 10 at night instead of 8 or 9 is a whole other story. So basically what I'm trying to say is I have not seen the full episode. I know Fliegelman got up early in the wee hours to watch it before he came to work. So I will say to Mike Fliegelman, give me your review. Okay, CeeLo, I will say this. As a Jets fan, I loved it. I love all the hype. We talked about it yesterday. I love the excitement. I love all the extra attention with Aaron Rodgers, seeing Robert Sala's speech. But as Jerry talked about yesterday, having already seen one Jets drive, and I went home, I watched that first, then I watched Hard Knocks. I know the consensus is going the other way. Yeah, that you this guys was, are definitely in the, definitely in the minority here. This is episode of Hard Knocks. You know, it's one of the, the greats. You put it up there with some of the legendary seasons of the past. Mm-hmm. I thought one Jets drive was better, and I thought that if I had not been a Jets fan, this episode of Hard Knocks, would have put me right back to sleep. Okay, well, that uh, that's a fair point, and that I don't have a grasp of because the folks that I'm seeing commented on it for the most part are Jet fans or people who are all fired up and excited about the Aaron Rodgers ankle. So obviously, if you strip that away, it's a different feel. But that then again, that's the whole point. If Aaron Rodgers is not on the Jets, they are not doing hard knocks Oh, of course not. And so that no buzz that's around what people them. are tuning yeah, in Nobody see. cares, but you know, it's funny because you have it even in, in Hard Knocks, they do it like their little feature, the part with Zach Wilson and the no-look passes. It's like, all right, uh, uh, no, Jets fans don't even right. want to see Nobody Get cares us back about Zach to Aaron Wilson. Rogers. Put yeah. Aaron Rodgers back on the screen. Yeah. I thought there would be more kind of highlighting some of the other personalities. Like, we know what a character Michael Clemens is. Mm-hmm. You barely saw anything with him. They kind of barely scratched the surface with other guys. Quinn Williams, Sauce, Garrett Wilson. They're in it, but it really leans heavily into, and I get this for the first episode. I, that's the where Rogers you, you got to go, in, in, at least for episode one. And I understand that, but I just would have thought, man, 52 minutes, you couldn't give me a little bit. Like, there's one good solace speech where he right said. Right out of the gate, right? Yeah, and he said, you know, the. The, the, the crows the stuff, and the, the eagle. Yeah, well, he hinted at that. And, he gave us that with, the, Jets, with right. the Sean Payton thing, whatever right, it was, right. a week and a half and ago And they did or so. do that later in the episode with Hackett and the Sean Payton stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I guess I just thought from... And not having the highest bar for it's it's going to be impossible to exceed when the Jets were on in 2010 with Rex Ryan. The coach doesn't have that kind of personality. 
that team was just a different feel. They were already coming off of a successful season right. instead of just now, hey, here's this new guy thrown in and you have the expectations now. I don't know. I just thought the episode was a little bit lacking. And again, had I, had I not been so invested in this team, which I am, especially you know with the Mets out of it, New York baseball is boring as anything right sure. now. All my hopes and dreams are being placed into this New York Jets football team. I, I thought the episode could have... Could have done a lot. All right. More. So, what is it that you? So, you watched both basically on the same day. You, yes. You you squeezed in some sleep in between. So, you basically sandwiched your sleep time yeah, just, with these, just a little bit of sleep with these two with these two episodes. So, what was it you liked about the in house versus the hard knocks episode? So, one Jets drive one when they followed Aaron Rodgers to the golf Lake outing. Tahoe, he was in, yeah. You know, there's uh, they're talking to celebrities. You know, there's Rob Riggle there. There's other guys. Uh, the stuff with Brian Baumgartner who played Kevin on The Office, I thought was really funny. And their little feature was on Quinnen Williams and him signing his contract. Mm-hmm. And they talked to his wife and, you know, they were Quinnen talking about, you know, how the why is there for him now because he has a family and taking care of his kid. And I, I thought that all clicked a little bit more for me than the sauce graduation stuff. Not that it was bad, but it seemed like, again, it was too short. It was, you know, not... He shouldn't have as much screen time or the equal amount as the Zach Wilson no-look pass stuff. It should be, yes, Rodgers is one, then Sauce, and then, yeah, Zach Wilson also exists. Nobody cares. It just it felt like not enough Sauce Gardner and talking about his graduation in that moment. I wanted to see more with Sauce and Wilson. Again, the other guys on the Jets. Okay. And I thought one Jets drive because of highlighting Quinn and Williams. I thought they did that a little bit better. So my guess is here, just in the early going, this might be a situation where sometimes, you know, people that like music and they like a particular artist or a band, and maybe they feel like, hey, the top, the hits that everyone listens to on the radio, I, you know, that's, I'm above that or I'm beyond that. I'm looking for the deep tracks like you probably do with Taylor Swift, not to circle back to Taylor Swift again. So maybe this is a situation where like the real diehard Jet fan who lives and dies with everything about the team and is going to go through the entire depth chart, knows everybody in camp beyond the maybe 53 guys they expect to make the team, and you know about the undrafted rookies and their backstories and all that. It looks like you are you probably prefer one Jets drive because it really gets into like the meat and potatoes rather than just the flashy, fancy stuff at the very top of the list. Would that be fair to say? I think that's definitely fair and a big part of it. But I, you know, we remember hard knocks for it a lot of times you know, kind of showcasing players even at the bottom of the roster. Sure, then they the track Cinderella it. unheralded We know we're player. not going to get to see the scenes where they maybe get cut at the end. Yeah. They do it a little bit with Chaz Surratt, the linebacker at the end, where Salah really is pumping him up during the game. He seems to be like a huge fan Talking of the guy. Talking how much he loves him. He's so fast. Right. I, I saw but, the quote about that. that. Like, yeah. That's kind of it. It's just that one guy at the end. And I get it how the focus has to be Rodgers, Rodgers, Rodgers. Like the stuff with him meeting Liev Schreiber and going up to everybody. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, seriously, Everybody on the team, including Salah, including Hackett, like, have you talked to, have yeah. you met Liev yet? He loves Voice him as God. much as Voice you love God. Swift, God. pretty much. Yeah, yeah. he's going, and, and it was cool to see him, you know, be that much of a fan. It was awesome to see, you know, Liev Schreiber has been voicing the show that we all love for over a decade. Right. And now he's on camera for the first time. So on the show, but it's not like we've. No, it's on, not like right. nobody knows no, what Liam Schreiber camera, looks like. Anyone that watched Ray Donovan or other, right? Other movies. But there were, yeah. he even talked about it. Like he said, you know, his mom didn't even recognize. You know, it didn't sound like him on that <laughs> show. People, I don't know how people always, you know, put it together. Like, all oh, right, that's obviously the voice of Liam Schreiber uh, narrating Hard Knocks. But I thought that stuff was very funny. Again, it was a good episode. I don't want to rip it. It wasn't bad. Good, not great. I just thought one Jets drive was better. And I'll say this. It it has me excited for what they can do building on going to, you know, yeah, they're classic tropes with hard knocks of following 
these kind of same storylines, but I want to get into that. I want an episode where they spend a lot of time with Michael Clemens, who seems just like a really funny kind of, you know, unhinged sort yeah. of guy. Quinnen Williams is very funny, has that kind of personality, and you got to see it in one Jets drive. Hard Knocks, I'm sure, will get there. They just did it in episode one. Well, what's interesting and what works nicely for the Jet fan, obviously, is that you have both on back-to-back nights. So, like, I'm sure there'll be some crossover on themes and footage or storylines, but, like, those things that you, if it was just Hard Knocks, that you might be looking for, chances are you're probably going to get that with one Jets drive, right? Because they understand that they want to stand out. The Hard Knocks people want to stand out. There might be even a little bit of collaboration going on behind the scenes. Like, I understand there's separate productions, and the Jet one Jets drive thing was going to happen no matter what, separate of the Hard Knocks stuff. But, like... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In a, in an off season and a summer now in a training camp where there is so much anticipation and excitement and expectation, you get double the amount of content. So it's like they're throwing red meat at oh, you listen, between if, now if and the season opener. You're a Jets opener. fan. This is an ideal time. Uh, yes, there's expectations, and everybody wants to tell you. And I had Gallo coming in yesterday, like, "Oh, you know, you ready? You know, yeah. he's calling Rogers a bum." Like, listen, everybody can have their fun. You can hate on the Jets all you want. If you're a Jets fan, how are you not loving every single second of this right now? All the eyes are on this football team. There's reasons to be optimistic. There's personalities. And like you're saying, there's not just one, but two television programs documenting your team. One's going to be all through training camp, and then one is going to continue on through the entire regular season and hopefully beyond that. This is an awesome time to be a Jets fan. It is. And while all that is true and there's really nothing bad you can say just yet, you have to be a little bit concerned that even last night, not that I saw the full episode, but seeing the reaction to it, like Pat McAfee right away, oh, I'm watching Hard Knocks. The Jets are winning the Super Bowl. Like that scene, even some of the national types, the reporters, people that follow the game, cover the game, meet, like it seems like everyone, for the most part, look, there's always exceptions, but let's call it, you know, somewhere like 90 to 95%. People are going all in. And generally, when that happens, put aside. Jet history and all the things that have gone wrong and same old Jets and all that. Just in general, usually the team that's at the top preseason that everyone expects, something goes wrong, it doesn't work out. Well, it's even more than that. To me, the the concern is how the coaching staff, and it seems to be something they are very mindful of and trying to handle with the players of not letting it get to their heads. Sala was kind of emphasizing all that in his the now what speech. You know, mm-hmm. what are you going to do next? You know, you're done with your rep, you're done lifting. What are you going to do now to get yourself to be the best? So I think they know that, all right, if if we kind of let this happen, this could bleed into this locker room and they'll start to get full of themselves before having actually accomplished anything yet. The other thing that I think will help there is Roger seems hungry. All this attention, all of this optimism exists because of Aaron Rodgers, and if he was just sort of buying into it, I think you could see that have a really terrible effect on the entire locker room. But Aaron Rodgers seems as hungry, as motivated as anybody else is putting in all that extra work. So they're going to follow the example of their leader. And right now, Aaron Rodgers 
is setting every tone that he needs There's to. There's no, I mean, listen, I don't think there is a negative, bad thing you could say about him since he's come aboard. He's been all in, was there for the whole off-season training program, you know, OTAs. I know they ended up bailing on minicamp and, and you know, basically canceling that. But, um, yeah, I mean, refreshed, all in, motivated, whatever word you want to use, and embracing all of it, not just as far as what he has to do on the field, but you kind of, you, you started to get a feel already for these relationships that he's kind of cultivating, Zach Wilson included, right on down through the roster and getting to know everybody. Hey, go spend with time with your teammates. All that is great, and he's doing everything he could possibly do right now. But what I am really curious to see, and we're not going to get this until we get to the regular season, is when that adversity hits, when the offense potentially doesn't get off to a great start or they're not clicking or there's an injury or, hey, this real tough schedule that they're playing kind of smacks them in the face right out of the gate, then I want to see how he's going to react and how he's going to handle it because the last few years, you know, it seems like that's where things kind of went wrong with the Packers in Green Bay. Now, totally different situation. Understand, a lot of history there, you know, burnout, staleness. They didn't address his weapons, all those things. But you know that this it's not going to be just a smooth sailing all the way through the regular season and everything's going to go right. So that's the part I'm very curious to see how they handle that when that strikes. Oh, absolutely. And listen, knowing just the way the National Football League works, again, having nothing to do with all of them being the Jets and all that stuff, it's, something is going to happen within the first couple of weeks. No matter who you are, whether it's an injury, a story, something is going to happen within those first couple of weeks. And how do you handle it? The reason I'm optimistic about Rodgers, on top of the player he is on the field, I've been a longtime defender of just kind of the him versus the Packers yeah. aspect of who was wrong for why they didn't succeed in Green Bay and always, just about always siding with Aaron Rodgers. You know, hey, this uh, the GM. Yeah, I, I compare them to the arrogance that I said the Yankees have where the GM in the front office yeah. just kind of think, you know, we're so good at this. Watch us. Everything's just going to fall into place. You know, we're such geniuses here. You're not a Brian Gutekunst fan? <laughs> no. Like the last year when they said to Aaron Rodgers, hey, go figure this out with no wide receivers or at least no experienced wide receivers. Yeah, they had you they know, had I, some youngins I, I would year. imagine part of the reason that Christian Watson came on so well in the second half and the Packers started winning a bunch of games is that the quarterback, number 12 at the time, helped him get to where he needed to be. So coming in with this group, I do have a lot of optimism about what the Jets can be, what the offense can be. And I love that all this attention is going to the offense. There's a scene in Hard Knocks where Jeff Ulbrich is watching film with the defensive guys. And at one point, he's just illustrating like that. Look at this throw. Across the field, back shoulder throw. There might be only one person on the planet who can make that throw. Now, I would argue that there's two now because Mahomes is up there. But he's saying, that's our quarterback. Even the defense is watching it and realizing, like, this is a different team. The, the defensive guys that last year had to force a three and out and then go right back on the field a couple of plays later because Zach Wilson went backwards. <laughs> or whoever Zach was Wilson playing tur- quarterback. Or turned yeah. the ball over. Right. That they now know that they have, bare minimum, a competent quarterback who could be much, much more in, it, in his career, has been much more. Just seeing how this whole team is feeding off of that energy right now, it, again, it has to make you feel giddy. It has to make you feel goosebumps if you're a Jets fan. Even though then that every couple of scenes in one Jets drive or hard knocks, you got to watch preseason footage, and it's Zach Wilson again, a quarterback. Going to be a or lot of that. Zach, Zach yeah. Wilson on the practice field throwing no-look passes. Hey, Zach, f- work on the passes where you actually are looking at the uh, field first. I'm sure he is. the guy is. who would look into the defense, yeah. see a guy on the other team, and say, hey, you know what? 
I'm gonna throw it to him. I'm sure he is, but they're the, the sexy ones that they want to show you and the footage that they've stripped down from you know hours and hours oh, I know. and Listen, hours. My, of my thing is not blame, but that my thing is you know Zach Wilson. You figure the other stuff out I, first. Uh, my, before you work but on I'm the saying I'm ads. sure he is, but they're mixing in a little bit of everything. Uh, but what you said there, and before we hit our first break, real quick here. So as Rodgers and the offense is getting all the attention, and Garrett Wilson and on the defensive side, Sauce Gardner and Quinn Williams, like we know who the headline guys are. Who's the guy? flying under the radar that you think is going to surprise people and make a big impact this season. If, if well, there is the, one. there yeah, well, DJ Reed. I mean, okay. I don't I don't you saw him in the first episode. I don't think they mentioned him. This is a guy who last year was a top 10, 15 cornerback overlooked in the entire sauce. NFL. He gets overlooked yeah. because of sauce and he's not going to have the drama, you know, back the last time the Jets had two star cornerbacks. One of them was not in camp and the other one had uh, you know the opportunity to name all of his kids on Hard Knocks, and it didn't go particularly <laughs> ah. well. So DJ Reed's not going to have a moment quite like that. But he is that player that you know when if the Jets are winning games, yes, yeah, Sauce is going to get all the attention, and DJ Reed seems okay with that because he gets the love from his teammates and his coaches. But he's probably the guy, and even more than that, the defense as a whole. Right now, there's so much focus and attention on Rodgers. People are forgetting that last year this Jets defense was top five, and they were on the field the second most of any team in the NFL. This is a young defense, a hungry defense, that improved its defensive line depth even more. You have Carl Lawson the second year after the injury. This defense, Sauce Gardner now in year two. There's a good moment with, uh, you might have seen this going around on Twitter, where Rodgers is talking to Revis, and then Sauce Sauce, is right to the side. He gives him the little head nod and look over like, hey, like, you, maybe this is you next. Yeah, and Sauce is talking about playing until he's 40. Right. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. You mentioned DJ Reed. He was one of the guys watching last night and he tweeted out, this Hard Knocks first episode is hard with the eyeball. So he's into it. Everyone's into it. Everyone's all locked in and fully engaged. You got people declaring Super Bowl that aren't even Jet fans. So that's where we stand with uh, episode one of both One Jets Drive and Hard Knocks in the books. We're off and running on a Wednesday morning with the warm-up show. You got Fleelo here until the top. Boomer and Jerry then. We're coming right back on the fan.